Welcome into another episode of Grit, a hockey podcast. My name is Dakota, and I'm joined by four hockey lovers. One of those lovers is Jake. I got influenced yesterday by one avoiding the puddle. Okay. Oh, God. Um, he was eating apples on stream, uh, and I got influenced to go buy apples. Uh, Cosmic Crisp is top tier. I feel That's like... All. If he knew about this, he would ban you from his chat. Yeah, maybe. You said maybe. you said that he influenced you. Or, yeah, I got influenced. I got the actually, See, actually, he would get invited to the secret Discord if he knew this. It'd be like, <laughs> listen, I influenced you to fucking eat an apple, and you influenced me to ban your stupid ass. Somebody actually said, "I bought an apple because of you," and he was like, "Hey, good shit, man. Apples are tight." And I was like, wow, I thought I was going to get blown the fuck up. <laughs> that oh, is that the way it usually goes over there. Uh, uh, they're pretty new. Hey, another fellow hockey enjoyer is Indy. Hello. You better come up with something quick, buddy. Uh, no, I uh, I don't think I need to add anything else. I can just say hello. The fuck? I do also love hockey. All right, well, you're on thin fucking ice. I'm sorry. All right, uh, another person who loves himself some hockey is Devin. Hello. Uh, uh, I'm here. Uh, are, we, are, we, are we done taking attendance? That's everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, good enough. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Finally, we have Dylan. Hello. I am excited for these playoffs. I have been craving it. Playoffs. It's what Dylan's grave. We had 80% of uh, the attendance done, and that's all we need. Okay, bye. That's good enough for government work. Hey, yeah. listen. 80% attendance would make the Coyotes drool. <laughs> 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 I think 80% attendance would have made the Islanders and the Barclays Center still be in the Barclays Center. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the majority of this episode is going to be all about the playoffs because the playoffs are coming up. Um, I do have like a few news things that I feel like we should probably at least mention because we haven't mentioned them yet. Um, so we'll get those out of the way first and then we'll go into fucking full-on playoffs. Um, so, uh, the mo one of the most notable things that happened, uh, since the last time we put out an episode was that the Ottawa Senators owner, Eugene Melnick, died. Um, uh, and that was, so, okay, for those of you who don't know, Eugene Melnick was not liked by Ottawa Senators fans. Um, in fact, over the past few years, there's been lots of, like, vocal fans trying to tell him to sell the team or to have the NHL sell the team. Uh, and after his death, there were lots of stories that came out about, like, the kind of uh, things he said and did around the office that made it seem like maybe he wasn't very well liked inside the organization either. Hmm. Um. And well, so you don't 
want to celebrate death like at all this definitely isn't the way that i think the ottawa senators should have been allowed to move on but it will be interesting to see how they fare now that somebody else is going to be the owner i think the biggest thing that the organization didn't really like him was their biggest alumni just straight up quit in the middle of a summer and was like i am not working here anymore yeah he's like i love the city Fuck this place. I'm out. Yep. It's, uh... I mean, it's definitely been a team that has lots of, like, good young talent that ends up being like, alright, and now the first chance I get, I am fucking out of here. Ayo! Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if that changes. I do encourage people to look up some more of, like, the things about Eugene Melnick. Like, Apparently, he, like, adopted a Ukrainian, and his drunken shenanigans made him, like, disown that Ukrainian and readopt that Ukrainian, and he was so, like, out of his faculties when the whole Russia thing happened that, like, he just forgot to get that Ukrainian dude out of Ukraine and was like, well, it's your fault. <laughs> it's like, what the what fuck, the dude? Fuck? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, so, um, so apparently he had a, like, a uh, mentoring father-son sort of relationship with a uh, Ukrainian dude. And because he was... Uh, I guess he was he had issues with alcohol. He had issues with prescription drugs and things like that because he was, you know, needed to take them for a bunch of stuff. And that relationship was just on again and off again all the time. And then the Russian invasion of Ukraine happened. And apparently, allegedly, what happened is he, uh, the Ukrainian dude was like, yo, uh, I need you to help me get out of here. And he ended up like forgetting to get him out of of ukraine and uh the fucking guy was like yo what the fuck and he was like oh well that's uh that's on you not me what the fuck and uh i don't know the specifics of that story i would look them up that's like a very broad sort of thing yeah um but apparently there were lots of uh, lots of other stories of like he showed up to this meeting drunk and belligerent. Um, he said this homophobic shit about our Pride Night stuff and just a whole bunch Who of is like this? Uh, Eugene Melnick. Oh, oh, ooh. yeah. Sorry, I had surprise tacos, so I missed the start of this. Oh no, you're good. Yeah, Eugene Melnick. Um. He would uh, attempt to barge the uh, players' locker rooms after playoff losses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, all these stories came out after he died, which I think rightfully led some people to say, like, hey, is it in poor taste that you're fucking publishing this after a dude died? Um, but I guess that the consensus is that the people that these that were involved in these stories uh would not have told these stories if he wasn't, you know, dead because they didn't feel safe talking about this shit while he was around. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't I don't know 
how to feel about the death of Eugene Melnick. It seems like maybe there are some positives to take away from it, but definitely, uh, definitely tragic. Everything uh, that happens surrounding sure his him. family is just getting barraged with amazing things that people have to say with all this crap. Uh, yeah, definitely. That Which fucking sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. I mean, and they had to deal with it a lot, probably, too, while he was alive with all the, like, fire Melnick and shit like that. Probably had to, like, deal with him and his nonsense as well. I don't... That shit sucks. I'm just gonna move off of that. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Uh, so the other major thing that happened... So, you know, we've talked a little bit about the Kyle Beach thing, right? Um, the incident where a Blackhawks player was assaulted by a coach. Um, and there have been a few investigations that kind of branched off of that investigation. Um, one of them was an independent investigation uh, done to determine whether or not the NHL Players Association and the people that are in charge of it could have done anything different uh, in the way that they handled the Kyle Beach situation. Because, uh, you know, Kyle Beach's agent said that he'd reached out to people uh, in the NHLPA, including the head of the NHLPA, Don Fear, about uh, the, the stuff that happened. Um so that they could keep that coach from being around other players, from getting other jobs, and stuff like that. Um, so, Kyle Beach's agent says that he had a phone call with Don Fear, the head of the NHL Players Association, uh, where essentially he claims that he made it clear that Brad Aldrich, the coach in, in question, was a sexual predator and a pedophile or something to that effect. Um, when confronted about this, Don Fear said that he did not have any recollection of that phone call happening. That he just simply did not remember a conversation where, like, that was said. Um... The investigation determined by... Because they went through all of his call history, all of his emails, all of his notes and stuff like that, right? And they say that uh, Don Fear is very meticulous in taking notes about, like, what he talked about with people, um, especially when the subject of the conversation was uh, serious, um, and that they could not find any notes or any references to this phone call. And so, essentially... Uh, they agree that it must not have happened, which, uh... uh... I thought I heard they found the 20-minute phone call. Yo, that that is right. They, they, they did find that a phone call happened at about the time that the guy said it happened, but that no notes or anything were taken about on it, and they were like, well, he takes all these notes, he knows that serious stuff is serious, uh, must not have been that serious. Hmm. Hmm. Which. 
I don't know, dude. Guy didn't write about a thing that would incriminate himself. Well, Hmm. only if he didn't do anything, which he was, uh, you know, about to do. But what you fail to understand is that he's a lawyer and therefore understands the severity of the situation. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, some more not good stuff with that. Essentially, the guy, uh, Kyle Beach's agent, rather, um, if I remember correctly, he didn't get in touch with Don Fear himself, but rather with somebody who said he would, you know, pass the word on uh, to Don Fear. And the call came, like, immediately afterwards. So, I mean, Don Fear, uh, sorry, uh, Kyle Beach's agent, for all he knew, was getting uh, information to the right people. And going up the, like, chain of command to be able to get that information to the relevant people. And somehow that information did not make it there. And yet, this independent investigation found that there wasn't anything that would uh, make the NHLPA... There's nothing that the NHLPA could have done differently, essentially, is what they, what they determined. Like, there were, there's no, like, proposed changes to the way that they operate after that happened that this independent investigation would make to the NHLPA, um, which I find to be ridiculous that's cap yeah did don fear retire because of this or did he just retire he's like 80 he's like almost 80 he was gonna retire anyway but i'm sure people are fucking looking at him and saying quick 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 now that this happened um because fuck man that's uh that's bad man that is Mm. bad uh so now, in uh, lighter news, this happened a little bit ago, but it you know should be mentioned because it is an NHL record. Uh, Keith Yandel got the Iron Man streak. Uh, nobody has played more games in a row than Keith Yandel, who was uh, then benched like a week later, two weeks later, something like that before he could get to a thousand games in a row and while his next closest competitor is still playing hockey. Oh no. He should have been mega benched a while ago. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're the fucking, uh, the fires are so fucking stupid. They should have just got playing them and not gave a shit. Like they're, or yeah. their season was like, already thrown. I mean, at this game. point they should have, but like, He's been bad forever now. Yeah, he, he's um, been bad for a few years he, now. And, like, the like Panthers... Like, far below replacement level bad. The Panthers tried to bench him last year when he was playing for them, and the entire team was like, fuck you, he's no. playing. And they fucking <laughs> penciled him b- into the fucking lineup. <laughs> like, the Panthers literally were like, we'll take this handicap and we will fucking play with this handicap, no fucks given. And then they were like, sure. And they got into the playoffs. Not for long. But they got there, and Yandel didn't play a single playoff game. <laughs> I have tears streaming down my face. Not for Keith Yandel, but because these peppers are so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I have tears, not for this man, but for my own mouth. I see. 
Yeah, no, but isn't like uh fucking Castle's like not even that far behind him. Like no, Phil Castle is not. Yeah, far Castle behind should get him. it next season. Yeah, I was about to say he'll get it next season. So. Yeah, and Castle's good enough to justify still playing. So yeah, I don't know if we covered uh covered it on this show because I don't remember when it happened, but Phil Castle literally was like, "All right, I've got this Iron Man streak going." And my wife's about to give birth, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play one shift and then get on a fucking plane to go go be with my wife and see my kid be born. And I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. the Yotes were so trash that they didn't have to worry about it. They're like, yeah, go ahead, man. That's one last guy we have to actually put on the ice. Oh, you can do something that actually matters? Later! <laughs> and then they were like, oh, but what if we played spoiler to both the Nashville Predators and the Dallas Stars? God fucking Damn it. <laughs> uh, I watched some Nashville media, specifically the post game in Nashville after that last game. Yeah. Um, and they were like, don't count Nashville out. And Diablo don't like playing physical. And Kale McCarr doesn't like playing in his own end. And all the shit. Oh. And I was like, So what you're telling me is that they haven't seen an Avalanche game this year? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just sitting there molding. I was like, You know, Kale McCarr plays on the PK, right? Like, that's, he's in his own end for that. If you didn't know, if you didn't realize, you fucking idiot. You know, like would, playing I in would, his own. Yeah, that's uh, that's would, why we have defensive uh, highlights to go with his offensive highlights. I would learn all just, those times of him stripping the puck for people and shit, and the defensive zone. Like, come on. And then stretch passing into the neutral zone for a breakaway. Yeah. Literally, just take a picture of uh, time and own end of you. Uh, Makar's time in his end and Yossi's time in his own end and you just sit there and go like hmm looks like one plays more defense than the others yeah and I, I definitely feel a lot better about the Avalanche's uh, physical play this year too like last year there's something to the whole like they don't play physical thing this year that they're, that's just wrong it's just yeah I was laughing about that because they've made such an effort and that narrative is still persisting because nobody like watches them oh no so <laughs> They made an effort to play physical, and then towards the end of the season, where they're playing, do not get hurt. They're like, that is true. That is true. They definitely like at the end of the season, they stopped playing super physically because they were just like, all right, no fucking injuries. And then McDermott went yeah. out there to play physical for a single second and accidentally blew someone's leg off. He's fine now. The practice today, Helena. Okay. Yeah. Good shit. Darn it. I mean, it depends on your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make it easier for the Blues. Uh, so yeah, we might as well talk playoffs, huh? Yeah. 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 I've been out of hockey mode for a little bit here because uh, the last like twenty-five games have not mattered a single bit. Listen. So I've been like watching them, but like, uh... last episode, you made fun of me for being like, yeah, you know, wake me up when the fucking playoffs come. And then like a week later, you were like, okay, listen, what if I told you? I feel you and I agree with you. It's just, I was excited to watch our new guys play, but then I watched our new guys play. I was like, all right. Whatever. I got it now. It's playoffs, please. Playoffs, please. Especially that last game. Yeah. I turned it on to watch Felino get hurt and then turned it off. Yeah, I, it, like the entire team has felt like wake me up when the playoffs start, like playoffs please. I literally wa like we put it on and I was sitting there going like, hmm. 
they are clearly not fucking trying. I am going to walk away. And then I just, I came back. And they care about as much as I do. Yeah. And then I came back, <laughs> I came back to watching Arizona and the Preds. And I was like, <laughs> we were just sitting there going like, all right, time to watch the Predators uh, collapse for some fucking reason. And then it fucking happened. Yeah. It was fun watching that Dallas Vegas game, watching something that actually meant something. That doubt the the Dallas Vegas game, the Vegas versus Chicago game was fucking terrible. Um, some of the worst hockey I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, that was bad. But it still meant. See, something. I didn't watch that. I watched the Dallas game that night instead. That was I watched both. Yeah, I watched yeah. both. And then Dallas went to OT right before. So Vegas was like thinking they had a chance and shit. And then Dallas went to OT and it was just like, oh, yeah, we just lost it. We're out now. Good game. TV can watch the pain on our faces. Oh, the sweet suffering. Cartman got jiff. <laughs> Fucking both Dallas and Nashville were like, uh, we suddenly suck against Arizona. I was telling Dakota, I was watching, um, the feed, not Vegas's feed, but the other feed in the Vegas game. Or maybe that was an ESPN game. I don't remember. Or whatever. I was watching a feed, and essentially the guy between the glass was, like, Braden McNabb wasn't playing because he sucks for the end of that game, so he had the guy between the glass put the other game on on his phone, and McNabb was just sitting there watching it on the dude's phone. Oh, is that um, what it meant, the Chicago game? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God, that's funny. Um, yeah, so McNabb was just sitting on the bench with the fucking reporter's phone watching that shit. <laughs> just, like, thinking he had a chance still, and then the chance got ripped away. And it was a beautiful, fuck you, Vegas. I don't know. <laughs> tell, tell Vegas and Chicago to learn how to fucking shoot on a goalie in a shootout. Yeah, right. Vegas they went, does not deserve Logan Thompson. They went 0 for 17 at the end of the shootout. Uh, like they, So they went to a shootout three times in a row in their last three games, and they went 0-17. Logan Thompson was standing on his back for a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. Including a lot of those shootouts. Most of those shootouts, attempts from both teams were on each of those games were all, like, wrist shots from the middle, though. Just yeah. like, oh, this is killing me. Like the fucking slap shot from the blue I would line literally there. rather watch anything else than these shitty shootouts you're trying to put in my eyes. I used to right. like the shootout until it was just taking shitty wrist shots. Nobody wants to take a risk except for fucking, what was it, Heiskanen? Uh, yeah, I think Heiskanen tried to do a move. Uh, well, he's the only one that scored in that fucking Dallas game. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't see it. It's currently watching another game. Yeah, I feel like the Avs have been playing at like half half uh, capability for a while now. And they've still been in most see, of their like, games. Yeah. But I could see game one being a little iffy, maybe. I could also see them just blowing them out, though, because that was the same case as last year. Yeah. Where we were like, I don't know, the Blues could put up a fight, and then it was very much not a fight. Narrator, they couldn't. But we don't have a Doom shotgun anymore. And the Blues tried to put up a fight every time they saw Kadri after that, but they failed in that as well. <laughs> uh, so, the playoffs, right? So, the matchups for the playoffs. Uh, last year, we did kind of a, a bracket 
I'd like to maybe get one of those going uh, at some point. If we do it on the show or if we do it uh, in between or whatever, where we like predict our shit. And the the person with the closest bracket ends up winning. Uh, I know we were like really loose last time and it was kind of dumb. So I'd like to improve upon that if we can. No, we were fine last time, and I won legitimately. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> oh, because we had a we had because we had a multi point system. We guessed the right team. Well, we didn't have a multi point system. We just had the one point. You guessed oh, it right, no. or you ate a dick. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Listen, snowflake. That's life. Well, you guess right, or you eat a dick. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we should just kind of, uh, should we do, uh, the little presentation we have first, or should we talk about the matchups first? Listen, man, live your life. So... What do you think? I don't know. I think I kind of would prefer to maybe do a brief go over on each yeah. brief overview uh, on each series and then go deep on yeah, the five teams that I've got. That. Okay. Alright, uh, so the first matchup is Colorado versus Nashville. We've kind of talked about that. Um, yeah, that team who has famous ex-Avalanche player Matt Duchesne on it, and there was that one Matt time Duchesne. where Matt Duchesne scored on us and was like, let me hear it. And then the abs were like, I'll let you hear all these pucks at the back of that. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sadly, but sadly, that didn't happen the last time we played them because Duchesne scored. True. And then we decided to, like, no, we're parking bus. Yeah. Duchesne has definitely had a good year this year. It pains me to, uh, to see it, pains me to say it. But I think he's going to show up for this series. Hmm. No, nah, I think he he uh, will continue being a defensive liability and just get fucking nets poured into his fucking throat. Like, sure, but he's going to score goals. Oh, yeah. Probably. Especially if, you know, they keep bouncing off fucking chins. Yep. Um, but yeah, the big threats with Nashville is probably going to be, like, Duchesne, Forsberg, Yossi. Yeah. That's, I would agree those three would be the issue. Uh, because if your name is Forsberg, you're good at hockey. I don't make the rules. Uh, oh. oh, and also Nashville doesn't have a goalie anymore. Is he? How injured is he? Uh, it's his fucking ankle. It okay, high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain. Okay. So bad. It's gone. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they don't have a starting goalie. That's probably going to like because you see Saros, their goalie. Uh, really fucking carried them through a portion of the season, and he is no longer there because of that injury. So, I yeah, I, I it's it's gonna be the abs, I think, man. The, thing the is prognosis different. is four weeks ish for that kind of injury, um, but it really hampers movement, and he's only five ten. That Tekken pro player would not approve. Um, yeah, and no rights for our short kings. Yeah, yeah. But essentially, you know, if you're a short goalie, you need movement even more than a big goalie. And if you're having something that hampers your movement well. Yeah. You know. Sorry, and if, man. 
if Riddick gets injured, um, I do not trust whoever the fuck Enneagram is. Well, and Riddick plays like he's injured all the time anyway, because he's ass. So <laughs> He purposely gets shot off. He purposely lets people shoot pucks at his head at the beginning of games. So he's literally playing every <laughs> game concussed. So He's got permanent vertigo. <laughs> That's why he fell the other night. He looked up. And that went, was a Whoa. good clip. Dude, he did just totally run into that net and fucking fall over. No, he looked up and was did like, you did you see that clip, Dylan and Devin? I did not see that clip. Yeah, I, I added everybody. Up. I thought you might. Wait, was it describe it again? It's in general. It's like not that far up. It's above the Grinch. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Oh then yes, I did see this. It was skates fun. into the post and just falls over by himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, he caught the puck. That's all that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> he just immediately ate shit. Gonna catch more than than the fucking puck. He's gonna catch these hands. Hands of the ice. Okay. The hands of the fucking goals going in the fucking net this series. Nashville sucks. Your goal song is trash, and then you fucking make fun of people, even though you have shit taste. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna ha Kemper's gonna have to deal with Kemper. Kemper, you stop. It's all your fault from both sides now. Wow. Wow. You see Navs fans on Twitter? They hate Darcy, dude. Yeah, you know, just don't mind me where I casually just backpack carry some games, you know. He's great. Aside from that first month, he's been great. That first month just hampered his stats, well, but people be bitches. That, yeah. that first month, he sucked, and then to be fair, like, the last week, you know, not great, but also, everyone's playing fucking sleep mode! I would say he's been, like, fine. There hasn't been a lot that I've been like, whoa, Sorry. man. The Nashville it's game. Just everybody's right? sucked in front of him, like you said, so. The the, the Nashville game the that we just had, that one was bad from him. Sure. Puck's flying in from the blue line, and you're just kind of like, hey, Darcy, um, we got four <laughs> goals this game. What's going on, buddy? Yeah. I don't know. Generally, though, Kemper has been good. I feel yeah. I feel better with Kemper than I did with Grubauer, and I felt good with Grubauer, so. See, I... The big thing with Grubauer is our defense last year was, like, insane. Yeah. And so Grubauer got carried. And this year, it's not as insane, whether it's injuries or whatever, right? Like, yeah. A lot of shit's been happening. And Darcy still held his own through most of that. So, I don't know. If we get our defense back to insane status, he's playing well. That's just like, oh, okay. I just still, like, remember that Arizona series two years ago where it was the Avalanche versus Darcy Kemper, and Darcy Kemper almost won more than once. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> the rest of the team wasn't there, that's for sure. <laughs> like Darcy exclusively Kemper. Darcy Kemper was like, all right, maybe we'll win this one because I'm playing out of my fucking mind. Uh, yeah. And he won a game, that motherfucker. That motherfucker actually won a game. Uh, See, everyone likes to look at that series and be like, well, by the end of the series, he was really bad. And it's like, yeah, dude, who stood on his fucking pinky toe exclusively for like three he, games no, he played he played absolutely insane for four games for four fucking games he played absolutely fucking insane and then game five finally just broke and then the coach was like 
hey guys, this guy just stood on his fucking head for four games in a row. Can you fucking help him? And we scored yeah. on them immediately. And then he called a timeout immediately and was like, I'm sick and tired of all of your shits. To the point yep. where the to the point where like that coach is on TNT now in the first game of the season, like Kemper's on the Avalanche and they're like, Yeah, you coached Kemper. Uh, what about Kemper? And he's like, Kemper's fucking good. He bailed my ass out more than once. I love Darcy Kemper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little... So I'm not like there, right, where a lot of fans are. But I'm not at hopeful at all territory with the Avs. Not because I objectively think anything about the quality of the team. I'm just like, well, you gotta do it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and jerk you off about how sick you are. Like, whatever, man. I had that last year. I had the, like, this just feels like the year, year last year. And then I fell apart in front of my eyes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this year, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to play it out. Like, whatever happens, it's fine. But um, I don't know. You guys got to do it. Yep. I know. I feel good about it. I think that, like, it's weird in that our de defensively the team is worse. I think, like, definitely. Um, but I think. I mean, yes overall... and no. On on the defense, the team is worse. Like on the actual defense. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, defensively, you have forwards picking that up really aggressively. With yeah. nuke and mini nuke. Yes, and yeah, but I think the team is like better. Like the construction is better. Like the skill set and versatility think, yeah, is better. The team is better. Which is fucking and they've odd, wanted more like week, at the beginning of the year, you and I were very like uh, about it. All. Yeah, saw being gone, shit like that. Yeah, sounds shotgun. Well, Luckinen does some niceness there. He does. Just haven't seen any player be consistent. Like I'm in this goalie's fucking grill, and I'm slapping bucks in. So it's had a really good year for the Blues, too. It pisses yeah. me off. Yeah. Quite literally watched him do it to us, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Us, yeah. I was like, oh, there's Brandon Zod, of course, living in front of the goalie, and nobody going like, oh, hey, there's a guy who lives in front of the goalie. Yeah. I was also like, Jesus Christ, flow just exploded out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's this long-haired Beating on the eyes, pretty girl. Oh shit, it's odd. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Seriously, it's only been a year and his hair's down to like his nipples, and it's like, bro, what? <laughs> Alright, so the second you game. Biotin, dude? The second <laughs> game in the central. The second series is the Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues. Fuck uh, both of those teams. I hope they both lose that round. That'd be pretty good. I hope it goes to game seven, seven overtimes, and fucking both goalies fucking pull a hammy. I just hate the Blues and the Wild, like, more I, than any I hate, other team. I hate both of them, but, like... Kind of hate the Blues more now, too. Nah. Fuck Minnesota at all times. Yeah, but I don't know. The Blues recently have just been brutal. Maybe Dakota yeah. like screamed "fuck the blues" one too many times into my ears at full volume, and it cut through me. But yeah, just <laughs> seared into your soul. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I have more hopes chasing Huso or Bennington away from their fucking nets because they're both bad against the Avalanche. Yeah, I think I like the I don't, Avalanche's... I don't want to face Flurry. <laughs> yeah, I think I like the Avalanche's matchup against the Blues more, but I like head-to-head Wild versus Blues, I don't even know where to begin. That's just such a coin flip for me. Um, I uh. will die on the hill of uh, either Kaprizov will beat the Blues or the Blues will beat the Shadow of the Wild. See, the Wild's problem is they have, like, 13 players above 30 that are all having the same career a year. Mm-hmm. And you gotta wonder where that goes, and if that continues into the playoffs or not. Because if it does, then woof. Well, yeah, the Wild... You, know, just... you look at their roster, and you're like, you are ancient. What are you doing? You have yeah. no business. They're ancient. They're not nearly as deep as the Blues, which is interesting. Um, because I feel like the blues are very deep on the forward end of things, uh, in particular. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, they have Robert Bortuzzo, Monica. Yeah, S. exactly. No, they've got fucking Tarasenko. They've got O'Reilly. They've got Sod. They've got fucking Cairo. They've got they've got fucking dudes. Peron. They got dudes. Um, I'm looking at lines for the wild, and um, one Tyson Jost is their uh, one RW right now. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, yeah, this he... is just for one game, as far as I know. I don't know how he's... I, I know he hasn't been like that sick, but... And he injured, was, I think. He was their one R uh, for the game versus the Avs, because yeah. I saw Kaprizov just constantly trying to feed that man. Jesus. Like literally, it's Kaprizov or nothing. <laughs> like they all have career years because they're probably playing with Kaprizov. You know, there's I mean, a lot there's of some stuff there. I just like don't think the team is very good outside of the way they've been playing lately or like this year. Again, with the career years, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So listen. Somewhat serious. They have question. flurry. You never know. Somewhat serious question. There's a lot of talk about, like, points and, you know, weird intangible value when it comes to, like, the MVP. Has, like, any one player had, like, such a massive fucking impact on their team to, like, pull them out of mediocrity like Kirill the Thrill has? Um, Maybe not, but not in, like, a... Like, I guess, I don't know if you make, like, the argument that he wins off of just strictly what people use to vote, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, objectively, yes, he, like, breathed new new life into the team. So, I don't know. Because that was a team that looked like it was getting ready to wither and die. And then Kirill came along, and they're just like, oh, life is sick now. Yeah, we'll see. You know, with all those old guys, and that cap next year. Ooh. Because <laughs> of the two buyouts, ooh, yeah, the cap, the cap that they uh, force themselves under because of uh, launching two people into the sun. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. The Blues definitely like they're looking at the roster; it just looks better. Yeah, I didn't realize Nathan Walker was a, a consistent part of their lineup. Go Australia! Go Australia! 
in Australia, but yeah, the I Blues just are just Blues... so unlikable that like, ugh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're just like every time I I just like forget about the Blues and them existing like period because I don't like thinking about them right, and then I like think about the Blues and I go fuck they're pretty fucking deep I'm gonna stop thinking about that right now. Well, yeah, and they have Robert Bortuzzo on their team. Tori Krug has been the worst. Yep. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of guys that I hate so much yeah. <laughs> on their team. He, he still plays like, like he has the Bennington. Bennington. to him. Yeah, Bennington, like, I'm like Falk, like any of them, any of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yep. All right. Probably oh. the Blues. I'd say the Blues win. Sorry. That's, I mean, the all. Blues should win, but will they is the, is the fucking question, right? Fucking hockey's hockey. Stupid shit happens. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm not sitting here like, the Avs are going to win everything. We'll cross that bridge. Yeah. So over in the Pacific, the first game over there is the Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars. It should be the Flames. Like, come on, all the way. It's 99% flames. If the flames find a way to lose that series, they are well and truly cursed. Then, uh, <laughs> fucking SDPN's stupid ass, they're the team to beat Omega Lol. That is so fucking funny. Like, so it's weird because, like, the stars are the weirdest fucking hockey team in the world. They are, like, a monkey's paw incarnate. <laughs> Real quick, let me let me throw this out. Okay, I have stats. What the uh, fuck? Series probability strat stats from the Athletic. Oh. Uh, they have the Wild that a seventy five percent chance to win. Why? Uh, I couldn't tell you. This is uh, I don't have a subscription. This is the overview. Okay. But it's seventy five percent to twenty five percent. Obviously, that seems n- not um, right, but I mean, it's right by their metrics, right? We're using what essentially amounts to the eye test of teams we don't watch that much, so sure. So, the numbers say, I suppose they have the 90, 92% for the Avs over the Hell Preds. Yes, brother, never mind. Their system <laughs> is flawless. <laughs> all hail the athletic. <laughs> 76% for the Flames, which is maybe a little lower than I thought. But yeah. I think I I truly believe that they there's some weird fucking shit with them thinking that the Stars are a surprisingly good team, yet well, they're not. They have they, one good line. What what well, is his name? What's that going guys? Jason Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, Jason yeah. Robertson. He's fucking good. Um if there's like if you wanted to watch the Stars for one player, it should be Jason Robertson. Um but so, like, the thing with the stars is that they are stupid good, and then they get stupid bad. Like, it just comes in waves. Like, the stupidest fucking shit happens, and they get a fuck ton of goals, and then they absolutely shit the bed. They're also a one-line team, so. Yeah. That's kind of the way you go. And to be fair, they're, because Robson's not even on their top line, right? He's their second line player? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And their top line sucks because Sagan Ben suck. Like, they is, is it is it still Sagan Ben Radulov at the top? 
Uh, um, this not... is saying Robertson hints Pavelski is their top line. Okay, so yeah, so they actually rightfully have been giving that second line more time. Good. And then Ben Sagan and Guryanov second line, which yeah, is that's... brutal because Guryanov has not been that good. That second line has been trash. Guryanov killed the Avs in the playoffs one time and then went on to be super mediocre. <laughs> Damn, Radulov's on their fourth line? Fuck, he fell off fast. He's old, man. Nemesnikov, by the way, lol. <laughs> Vladislav Nemesnikov on the fourth line. Former Avalanche. Their defense is so bad. Is it just he sure? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Ryan Suter, Miro Haskinen, Thomas Harley, Elsa, Elsa Lindell, Joel Elsa Hanley, Lindell, Yanni you Hockenbach. frozen liking bitch. Elsa Lindell. <laughs> Elsa Let Lindell. it go, dude. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that team's bad. They should lose to the Flames easily. And also, they don't have a goalie. Joe Pavelski's gonna fucking spear somebody in the nuts and get a deflection goal off of it, and they'll win that He series. always does both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I, I mean, yeah, the Flames are just team. stupid. The Flames are stupid good. Like, there's nothing else to it. Yeah. There's... That team is ridiculous. They are a team that has had a lot of talent for a very long time and have not been able to put it together, and they are putting it together this year. More on them when we get the to the The only person I haven't heard about on that team is Adam Ruzika. And he's only there because Monaghan is hurt, so... Hmm. As well uh, all of their team is good and names I've heard. Even yeah. Lucci just figures life out, so... Yeah, he, he found a stick. They have Zadorov. I don't want to play them in the playoffs. <laughs> no, not the big Russian. <laughs> Anything big but Russian. that. Big Russian, they won't call penalties on because playoffs. I wish that they continued to be bad so we could have gotten Kachuk. I, I'm sad that they figured their lives out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the final yeah, final series in the Pacific, the Oilers versus the Kings. I think that's another one that goes that can go either way. Uh, I just don't agree with you. Yeah, I, tr I truly don't think the Kings will survive. Listen, I I I don't trust the Oilers. Is what it comes down to. I know I that they've been a lot better uh, the second half of the year, especially after getting Kane. But I don't trust the Oilers to not shit the bed in the playoffs. I just. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't trust I think the Kings have had a season that surprised everyone by virtue of the fact that they made the playoffs like at all. Um and I don't think they're that deep. They're defensively like quality in a lot of ways in terms of like just straight shutdown, but I don't know, man. I think they're reliant on like quick to be balling out. Does Peterson or Peterson? What's his name? How do you? It's Peterson, right? I think it's I think it's Peterson. Who gives a fuck? Um, I I have heard has been less than like hyper stellar lately, so I don't know. Heard uh, Quick's been good. Yeah, Sorry, I heard he Quick's been good. Area. It's Cal Peterson. It's not Peterson. It's Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Um. So here's the deal. Anze Kopitar. 
has had a pretty good year. Kempe has had a really good year on their top line. Um, their second line with Ath with Ath Athanasiu and fucking Dano, which for some reason they're not showing here. Um, but yeah, Athanasiu yeah, Dano. He's not in the injured section either. I think what they the they on? must have sat Did him for the disappear? last game. They must have sat he him for the last game. So, um, Dano shut down basically everybody that needed to be shut down last year during the playoffs, and that's why his fucking team made the finals. I think that between Kopitar and Dano, they can shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl. And then it's just a question of can the depth of the Oilers get it done? And I'm not sure they can. Shutting them down reliably unless they... From an objective player standpoint, I don't see it. I guess from a they've been babies in the playoff standpoint, I see it, but I just don't... I don't know, man. I think they've kind of figured out having some more depth, too. Like, Kane really shifted the lines in a way that was crazy. Uh, Pool Party's been not as sick this year, but still, I don't know. I don't think I have that much within the yeah. Kings. I think that the, that the biggest thing with the Kings is that their defensive depth does not seem that good. Um, I think a lot of their strength yeah. is on the, the forward uh, depth the is not lines. good either. <laughs> I don't know. Quentin they have, they have some good players high up, but like eh. Kaliev eh. and Byfield on the third line. Eh. Legendary Brendan Lemieux on the fourth. Yeah, you're not convincing me. <laughs> I get it. Like I know, but no. I think I think that it wouldn't be crazy if the Kings came out of that one. And most of it is just because I do not trust the fucking Oilers. Oh, Byfield has not had a tight year, has he? But I think that either way, um, if the you can't like I know I listen I get it, but you can't but, sit here and tell me ten listen, points in forty games. Listen, season for listen. <laughs> he was he was dead for the first half of the year. He hasn't played eighty. Games. I know forty games though. Forty games, ten points for like a rookie. Yeah. Ten, yeah, whatever. Uh, but anyways, it doesn't matter because if the Flames come out of that first that first round, I think that whoever comes out of this one is probably gonna lose. I think the Flames loses. Comes yeah. out of this one, definitely. Well, well the I Athletic think. gives the Oilers a seventy percent, so I'm not alone here. Yeah. Uh, I would say if the Oilers get out of that series and plays uh, Calgary, I'm sorry, Calgary's fucking mopping them. Yeah, I think the Kings have no business win winning, so if they do, like, woof. Maybe they could do a Montreal worst team in the league somehow makes it to the finals bullshit, but... <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, that was fucking ridiculous last year. The fucking worst team that made the playoffs made it to the finals. That was fucked up. Thanks, and Toronto. Then got, and then got destroyed by Tampa Bay. Tampa was like, thank you for the easiest back-to-back -back cup in fucking league history. And Tampa's like, who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be the Leafs? Is it gonna be the Avalanche? Vegas? And then they were like, no. It's Montreal. And they were like, oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, thank God. We just have to beat a goalie. <laughs> All right, I think yeah. that's about that. Kings suck. Continue. Uh, over in the East, <laughs> the Atlantic. 
first matchup there, the Florida Panthers versus the Washington Capitals. I think I would like to say the Panthers are aggressively heavily favored by a lot there, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, uh, yeah. The 84% I, from the athletic? Yeah. I'm going to sit here and uh, say the Capitals are going to win in seven just so that uh, the Panthers will never uh, have a, another playoff win since 1996. I'd be here for it. That'd be funny. Fuck the Panthers. Claude Giroux can enjoy the beach. <laughs> so I want one of two things to happen. I want Florida to win. or Sorry, for Florida to lose uh, so that we can laugh about their ineptitude. Or... I want them to win, and I want fucking Tampa to win, so we have a battle of Florida in, le- in round two. Hell yeah. And I'm okay <laughs> without another battle of Florida. I think the losing lol aspect is way funnier. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. The fucking Caps are on their way out. I don't know if they do much. Yeah. I mean, Florida had- losing would be pretty sick, though. They had a good run. Employees. They had a pretty good run, but I think that their window is probably closing sometime soon. Oh, they had a great run, yeah. No, there's no There's no doubting that at all. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, man. I don't like care that much about either of these teams. Florida's really good. Everybody says they're better than the Avs, so I hope they get first or second round exited so they can fucking laugh at that, but <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, just yeah. It's a Caps only care about the regular season. Novi's goals don't count in the playoffs. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so the other matchup in the Atlantic is the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa, can they do it? Tampa, will they do it? Yeah, Tampa. Tampa. My gut definitely says Tampa. The Leafs losing first round is what I need to happen in my life. <laughs> Toronto, I, I, I swear Toronto will never win another round ever it's just the curse now that team. I think it's been funny because Sheldon Keefe has been like yeah it's going to be a violent series and if you're saying that as the coach of the Leafs I think you need to understand that the Lightning are way better at that than you <laughs> uh, and have won a cup twice <laughs> Just based off that. Off of violence. Um, yeah. <laughs> but their team is getting slower and they're getting tired from all these games they've been having to play since they've been making deep playoff runs. And no, it does not matter. Listen. Now, the Stamp Athletic Coast... does give the Leafs a 62%. Ooh. No, not know. a chance. I don't know. I don't know if I'm there for that. It doesn't seem trust. right. I don't trust Matt. That. that does not that. seem right. Now, that's definitely factoring in heavy, heavy, heavy Matthew stats, probably. Assuming he scored two goals a game every game still, but... I doubt that. Ma- you know. The funny thing is, Matthews has not been great in the playoffs, if I recall. Well, he gets shut down in the playoffs, and then yeah. Nylander's like, yo, I'm William Nylander, and I'm here to be Austin yeah. Matthews of the playoffs. Like, I think they could... From an objective team quality standpoint, I see where you would get a 62%. I feel Um, like part of that is stats that are taken from the fact that the Tampa Bay Lightning do not give a fuck one single 
solitary iota of a fuck about the regular season. And they play part of where I was the going. entire fucking season at like eighty percent max. Yeah. No, that's part of where I was going. Like I just think it's hard to But then again the Avzanov also been playing like dick and still have ninety two percent, so <laughs> well, no, so I, that's I, because um, the Avs did it for the last two weeks, whereas the Tampa Bay Lightning do it all year, like literally. I don't know. Uh, Toronto is a good team. Their goaltending is questionable. Yeah, the go- I think the goaltending is the big thing for me there. Uh, I thought I heard somewhere that Vassie's been not as tight as he could be this year, but I don't know that for a fact. I again, I assume he is himself is taking a break and was just like, I am going to half-ass try. I mean, he doesn't need to move though. He's like six foot nine. He just stands in the yeah. goal, and then <laughs> I swear that is. What... I bet his goalie coach looked at him and was like, "Dude, you're so big, just stand. Like, don't risk pulling anything. Don't, don't, don't Listen. try doing fancy things. Just stand there." Listen, he's got a two point four nine GAA and a fucking nine sixteen save percentage. He's fine. Okay. Cool. I'll say, what is Soupy at? Jack Campbell, hold up. Because <laughs> Supi started off hot, but you know the rest of the year not so well. Oh God, uh, two point six four GAA, nine fourteen save percentage. So similar stats. Similar stats to Vasilevsky because he had such but, a hot beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean those aren't like great stats though. Either way, they're not amazing. Is. They're they're fine, serviceable goalie numbers. Those are like, yeah, those are like average numbers. So you yeah, I could see how somebody would be like, Vassy's not as good. Yeah, considering Vassy's usually closer to like nine hundred billion. But I don't know, whatever. The East sucks and they're all good in their own ways, and I don't care. Yeah. I think also. the East is tougher to try to project than the West for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the Metro, we have the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Boston Bruins. Uh, I, believe mm. Bruins I believe the Bruins will win that because uh, the Hurricanes don't have a goalie. They have oh, yeah, anti-Ranta. Out, is he not? He's, he's out. They have anti-Ranta. Mm. Anti-Ranta is the most injury-prone goalie in the league. Yeah, but so, yet, like, he's not injured. He's... Literally, look at all of his time in Arizona and the beginning of his time in Carolina. Injured. Anti-Ranta is not that good. Anyway, um... Anti-Ranta. Frederick Anderson is supposed to possibly be back, but he's going to miss at least one game, what I was reading. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well... Now, I would say that I think Carolina is a better team than Boston overall. Yeah. Probably. The Athletic gives it a 49% Carolina. 51% Bruins. What? Okay. So, about yeah. strictly even as you probably would get in a situation. Yeah, coin yeah. flip. Huh. Um, I mean, Boston is getting old and etc., but they're still good. Carolina's been, like, middling this year, but really good still, if that makes sense. It doesn't, but it does. <laughs> well, the middle of the pack for, like, a top 10 team of the, in the fucking NHL, right? Aren't they third in the league? No, I know. That's why I'm saying they've been sick, but also people have been talking about how they've not been sick. 
And I've watched games and seen why people might think that, but it could just be an app situation where it's like, whatever, get us to the playoffs, bitches. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have seen them live. What are, what are your opinions on the Hurricanes? They won on a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. one game that we watched live. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like them enough. I think they'll they'll win something. <laughs> At least like, I think they're a team that rounds. could be pretty good and might win some games. Yeah, I could see yeah. it being close, but I don't know. I haven't watched enough Bruins. I think it's Bruins. hard to bet against what? Bergeron, Marsh, and Pasternak, but also there's a whole lot of pieces around that Boston team that is just not tight. Taylor Hall can hit people in the head and have no oh, consequences. Yeah. So. No consequences to the for the head hitting. Yep. Pretty tight. Just because, you know, there's an object in between the shoulder and the head. No, after that, he, like, hit somebody else in the head, too. Like, two games after that, he actually, like, hit someone in the actual head. <laughs> uh, I would call that Nathan yeah. one an actual hit to the head, but, you know. I guess yeah, but you know, you know what, you know they didn't. So they were like, "Yeah, no, there was a stick in between his shoulder and his face, so it's not a head hit technically." Nathan yeah. McKinnon, why are you hitting yourself, Nathan McKinnon? Why yep. are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting I, yourself? I, again, yeah, I guess I can just go fuck myself. I don't know. Looking at all this stuff, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fuck the East. Yeah. Don't care. Final matchup in the East. The final matchup in the East, the Rangers versus the Penguins. Gotta say, I think I'm going Penguins. Rangers are really relying on that goalie there. Uh, It would be a shame if something were to happen to him. (laughs) If If you're in the NHL, you are going against a team that has a single good player. Is there not a thought in your mind that you might just go for him? Chris Kreider. <laughs> give, Chris, give Chris Kreider a taste of his own medicine. Take his goalie out instead. <laughs> or make Chris Kreider somehow go into his own goalie. Well, the real question is, uh, would you send the goal run over fucking Igor via the pens? Crosby. <laughs> But no, uh, I would just put, no. Send Cody Cece flying at him. He's a fucking shitty defenseman, anyways. So essentially, the Rangers are Igor Shesterkin, their goalie; Adam Fox, a defenseman; Artemi Panarin, uh, one of their wingers; and Mika Zibanejad, their center. And the rest of the team is just wacky, inflatable arm flailing tube men. What do you mean, Chris Kreider's <laughs> been kicking? Ass. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, that's right. Kreider. I forgot about Kreider. Yeah, Kreider has had a season that is statistically impossible for his uh, previous seasons. Yeah, he's old. He's like 82 and finally scoring like 80 goals a a fucking season. It's fucking wild. Man, that that coach is really getting a lot out of this Penguins roster, huh? The Penguins roster, yeah, dude. The Penguins are. This fucking... roster is not that good. On like just looking at this roster, I'm like, who and old. Like, I did have no fucking clue who Evan Rodriguez was before this season, and then it's just like, oh yeah, 
he was first line center for Sidney Crosby while he was injured and he fucking kicked ass. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think that Crosby and Malkin can probably solve a goalie. Yeah. And, you know, Raquel's been pretty good from what I understand. Kapanen's still a fucking idiot, according to Max Domi, but he's solid. Attaboy, Cappy, you fucking idiot. The real question is, does uh, Jari just fucking self-destruct yet again? Maybe. That was fucking brutal, huh? Last year during those playoffs where Jari was just like, I'm going to fucking pretend that the puck is a bullet and I'm going to get the fuck out of the way when it comes to me. <laughs> you can dodge a bullet, you can dodge a puck. Literally, <laughs> literally the thing was winning games in that series and then he was like, how about I just don't stop the puck? I just don't stop it. And the Islanders were like, yes, please stop stopping the puck. Fucking wild. Playoffs are weird. Hockey sucks. Playoffs are mandatory viewing. Playoffs are mandatory yeah. viewing. Incoming. First game. Uh, I can probably find the schedule. Tuesday. Tuesday. I know it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday at 7.30. But I'm trying to find the rest of the schedule. Which I have posted Tuesday. places. It's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Oh, uh, yes, the other Tuesdays video. of the week. It's every other day, buddy. And the Saturday game is, like, at fucking three mountain time or some shit. One mountain time. Fuck, Damn. it was three Eastern? God damn. 2.30 mountain time. What? Yeah, like three. That's right. I was no. correct. Like no, three. Nope. Within half within half an hour, that's the fucking that's fine. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, this is the schedule. Be there or um be fired. <laughs> oh, wow. did uh L two get zero of the game? No, they they got all the games too, but oh, we'll still okay. be able to watch them on fucking TNT and shit. Oh, okay. Well, you know that, or are you just saying it? I'm pretty sure. Like, it's uh, network TV. Pretty sure with ESPN and TNT and stuff like that, if they're showing the games, Altitude doesn't override it. I could be wrong. Altitude hasn't streamed and hasn't done any of the games that they have in National this year, adjacent to the National games. I thought they did. I could be no, wrong. No, they didn't do a single... Yeah, you're, you are wrong. <laughs> it's not even I think like you are wrong. If that happens, I'm going to be very upset. Blackouts and fucking sports are the fucking stupidest fucking thing on the earth. I mean, that wouldn't be a blackout thing. That would just be a altitude doesn't get a thing. Separate no, issues. no, I'm I'm saying if altitude does have it and I have to fucking watch it on altitude with a VPN or some shit. Because if I mean, altitude has it and they black out. You're not going to be able to watch it with a VPN. Because ESPN Plus is US only and they're all going to be nationally blacked out, so you're going to have to pirate it. No, because if it's blacked out, it's because of altitude, which is local. No, they black out national games too? No, they they don't. Yes, they do. I, this has been a thing I've been dealing with all year and with the LTV. Hmm. 
since the early days of us watching hockey on NHL TV, they black out national games on the service. Oh, whenever I used to have to use the um, used to have to use out of out of the U.S. VPNing to watch those, and then with ESPN, when you try to use out of the U.S. VPN, it tells you to fuck yourself because it's U.S. only. Well, every time so. it's been, we've had a like an ESPN Plus or just ESPN only broadcast. It's been fine for us. ESPN only works. ESPN Plus. I mean, ESPN Plus works, but ESPN ESPN only does not. Makes you put in a TV provider. Yeah, and, and it tells you to fuck yourself. And I tell it YouTube TV, and it said, "Okay, cool. Move along." Hold but on. there's hope. You can yep. switch to Evoca TV and get Romanian children shows for twenty bucks a month. Yeah. yeah, giving it a TV provider thing is still the same as needing a TV provider to watch it. Is the point? So it's effectively blacked out if you don't have one, like I don't. For this argument, because I already knew what I was talking about. Uh, no, you're <laughs> just gonna be wrong. Even if uh, what you said comes to pass, you will still be incorrect. If it oh. does, just let me put in your YouTube on my ESPN. That's fine. But this has been a long and storied annoyance. Yeah. All right. I heard that maybe some of y'all want to know more about good teams in the NHL. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I went in. And I took a look at the teams with the best odds to win the Stanley Cup outside of the Avalanche, who are number one. Uh, and I put together a little slideshow. Now, since I put this together, the Tampa Bay Lightning have actually jumped up above the Carolina Hurricanes. But aside from that, positioning is exactly the same. So I went from number six up to number two, um, and I didn't feel like changing the slideshow around. So, yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, and we're just going to talk about the team, some specifics. Now, I don't watch all of these teams. There's like some stuff that I just don't, I'm not really informed about. I'm going to try to be as honest as I can about some of this shit. So if you're a fan of one of these teams and you're like, you're full of shit, you're probably right. But also, you're biased. Uh, so strengths and weaknesses for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Overall, the team is a unit. They're really deep in forwards and defense for the most part. They have one of the best goalies in the league. Um, they've won the last two cups, so they've got, you know, good Stanley Cup winning tendencies they know what it takes and they are looking to repeat it for a third year in a row um and they are capable of successfully managing finances to ensure their victory uh you know cap circumvention they're very mm -hmm. good at that oh yeah <laughs> you love to see it uh weaknesses uh it's impossible to tell how good they actually are because they don't give one single fuck about the regular season at all but they're good but they're good it's just how good are they are they like super amazing and we don't know it are they closer to what they look like they are who knows um stamkos is getting old 
and has a history of injuries. He's their leading scorer this year, so he's still putting in the uh, the work, and he's still a very good hockey player, but it's something to keep in mind that one of their best players has that injury proneness. Um, and still putting in the work and the hours to take what's his. Yep. Uh, and even though they have one of the best goalies in the league, their backup goalie is not great. Uh, so going in on some of their uh, notable players, first we have Steven Stamkos. Is their number two center, um, second line center, rather? Um, he's a long time, their long time captain of the Lightning, the best player on the squad. Uh, for a very long time, he was pretty much their Nathan McKinnon. Um, he is great at passing the puck, and he has a good shot. He's capable of getting assists and goals. Um, but he's, he's had good at boarding Gerard. Yes, he did do that. Huh. Huh? He boarded Gerard. What yeah. a bitch! Did that right at the beginning of the season. Never mind. Fuck yep. Stamkos. Um, Agreed. But he's had a rough go of injuries over the last four years or so. It just seems like he's been injured like a lot. Um, Maybe if he didn't board people. <laughs> so, I have Avs comparables for some of these players. I want to say that, like, sometimes it's stylistically, sometimes it's just where does he fit on like the, like the the personality, role, locker, personality room. locker room sort of thing for the team. Uh, this is more of a personality type uh, comparison. It's kind of like their Landeskog heart and soul guy, um, captain. Notably, yeah, uh, he's good. Hurts you should... people. Yeah, hurts people by boarding them. <laughs> 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 I was just sitting there a couple weeks ago, like I hate Stamkos. Why do I hate? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, but yeah, Stamkos. <laughs> keep an eye out for him and his baby blues. Uh, second player on the list is Victor Hedman. Um, he is their top defenseman. He is always in conversation for the Norris Trophy, which goes to the best defenseman. Whether he should actually like be in that conversation year to year is, you know, hit and miss, whatever. Um, but he's always in the conversation. Uh, he's great at creating scoring ch scoring chances and plays in all situations for them. PK PP. Um, but His defense is only middling though. Middling defense. Uh, even though he's used in all the situations. He is most, mostly relied upon for his offensive prowess. He goes for the offense more than the defense. He's a very high-scoring defenseman. Uh, the Avs comparable is Kale McCarr. He is their Kale McCarr. He's playing in his own zone. He's playing in his own zone. <laughs> uh, next, we have Nikita Kucherov. He is their, number, their first line right winger. Uh, he is Tampa's best player. Um, I think that Stamkos is leading them in scoring, but I think Kucherov is their guy. Um, he is very creative with the puck. There's lots of highlight reels of him just doing stupid shit to try to psych out goalies and just scoring. Um, he's good at passing. He is uh, good at shooting. Um, he is another guy that is a bit injury prone. I have it in, in quotation marks here because, you know, the shits and giggles. Because um, he is usually the guy that is injured so that they can circumvent the cap. But those injuries aren't, like, fake. Like, stuff actually happens, right? Um, so they are things to uh, think about when it comes to, you know, where he fits in that squad. And, you know, just one of his weaknesses is that 
he does get injured quite a bit. Uh, you forgot the most important fact fact we include in this slide. Uh, number one bullshit. His nickname is Cooch, which lol. <laughs> True. Uh, Avalanche comparable McKinnon, just the best player on the team. And finally, we have Andre Vasilevsky. You only need to know one thing about Andre Vasilevsky, and that he is one of the best goalies in the NHL. And that his and also that are... his right eye is further from <laughs> his nose than his left, and slightly higher. <laughs> and that my man has a bad picture day fucking photo. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, this is the team that I know the least about. To be perfectly honest, uh, there was the a- team that got Tony D, and then people called them the Carolina Herman Canes. Mm-hmm. Notable, notable. Uh, so yeah, strengths and weaknesses. They've got a very good top line, um, and they have very consistent contributions from their depth players. I was actually going over all of the the point totals for everybody in the Hurricanes, and I was actually really impressed that so many guys had 30 and 40 point years on the team. Like it's actually insane. Um, and I think that yeah, like, in my mind, they only have four big guys, but they have a lot of dudes putting in work. Yeah, definitely. Four big guys. Um, also to, uh, to their strength, they've got a really good goalie tandem when both of the goalies are healthy, which spoiler, they're not right now. Um, True. which, you know, lull. Uh, weaknesses. Even though there's been decent scoring production from them, uh, taking a look at their defensive, uh, depth just on paper, you know, this is very much a feeling thing. It looks it looks suspicious to me. It does not look like they've got very good depth on the on the blue line. Um, another weakness, and this is just from essentially the last game that they played against the the Avalanche. If you're a uh, Hurricanes fan, maybe you know better um, whether or not this is a continued thing or if it was just something that they were having trouble with uh, during that one game. But but their net front presence in that game seemed fucking awful. They were just letting people get down in front of the net like it was fucking nothing, um, and that's a problem. And also, I think that is maybe not necessarily the norm. That was pretty egregious. Yeah, I, I think even if it's not that bad, as bad as it was against yeah, the Avalanche yeah. in that game, I know that like one of the big problems with a lot of like really good teams that are like considered to be not like amazing defensively or maybe a little bit physically soft is like battling in front of the net and being a dick and fucking cross checking people in the nuts like when they're trying to stand in front of the goalie. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if that's like a constant thing. Definitely doesn't seem like they would be as successful as they are now if it was as bad as it was in that Colorado game. But you know, who knows? Well, my only my only argument is uh, if uh, they were a little bit better in front of their net, maybe uh, Freddie wouldn't have uh, tore his fucking leg off. <laughs> uh, and the final weakness: now that Freddie Anderson is injured, their goalie depth uh, sus is, is, is nothing bad. All right, first notable player for the Carolina Hurricanes, Tuvo Teravainen. Now, you may... Tavo. Tavo Teravainen, Turbo. Now, you may notice I have nothing written here. It's because, factually, I don't know anything about Teravainen other than he's fucking sick. 
I cannot. Did you do the right thing and include Tony D in this? No, I don't think I did. No. I do not think I did. Um, we, we exiled him. But listen, I can't contextualize and put into words the things that uh, that Teravinen does. Um, all I know is that every time I look at something that the Hurricanes are doing, Turbo's doing something insane. Keep an eye on him. Um, that because he's fast. <laughs> uh, the second player for the Carolina Hurricanes is Andrei Svechnikov. He's an insanely talented winger who uh, was the first NHL player to do the lacrosse slash Michigan goal. Um, and one time in the playoffs, he got one punched by Alexander Ovechkin, and I think that that's very funny. That is true, and it is also funny, yeah. And then his brother wanted to fight Ovechkin, and it was dumb. Um, Svechnikov is probably like their second or third best player on the team. Like I said, I just I don't know too much about the Hurricanes. I have not been watching them at all this year. I don't have all the information to make like statements about about these guys' strengths and weaknesses. Sveshnikov's so, not been as sick as people thought he could be this year. Yeah, rough year. Well, not necessarily a rough year, just didn't take a step forward that a lot of people thought he might. Gotcha. Uh, next, we have Sebastian Ajo. He is... So, he's uh, their number one center. He's very talented, and he definitely deserves to be a number one center, but I... I don't know if I would put him in like the echelon of like one of the best centers in the league. Like I think he might be top 10, but I don't know if he's like top 6. Mm, yeah, probably not. I think you could probably make him I don't know. Yeah, it's probably right. I'd say maybe he's not top 10 in some people's eyes, but whatever. I don't care enough to <laughs> who cares? Sebastian Ajo, the Canes can't play hockey in Carolina. Fuck off. Yeah, how do you even get the ice there? Yeah. Fuck. Um, and notably, do not confuse Sebastian Ajo with Islander player Sebastian Ajo. Such a weird fucking name to have two players named Sebastian Ajo in the league, but here we are. Did you see that they scored within a minute of each other in different games? Yeah. Yeah, Carolina's yeah, like Sebastian Ajo scored, and then like two minutes later, the Islanders Sebastian Ajo scored. They, I will be honest. I originally thought that they were in were playing each other, and they I did too. Scored back yeah. to back on each other. No, yeah, it was different <laughs> games. <laughs> I was like, that would be funnier. It's like, oh well, uh, we're celebrating Sebastian Ajo scored two minutes, blah 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 blah. It's like, and other Sebastian Ajo scored in three minutes, and blah 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 blah. See, I wanna... For me, I think that it is more funny that they did it in different games because there's no factors there. They're doing it in the same game. There's a drive there, right? He's going to play extra hard if his brother scores, but the fact that it was like, oh, they just, well, weird. Whoa, hold on, his brother? They're not. I think you mean his soulmate. His soulmate. His like other Joker self. and Crazy Frog. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I don't know. Sebastian Ajo's sick. But maybe it doesn't get a whole lot of... His chin uh, is weirdly proportioned. I don't know how I feel about his haircut, if I'm being honest. Yeah, his haircut's mid, and his chin is bigger on one side than the other. True. Uh, next up, we have Freddie Anderson, who is currently injured. 
Uh, so you know, we'll see. Wrong jersey. Yeah. I'll well, we this is what I had. This is what I had to work with. <laughs> we still have a picture of him in a uh, Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. For so he was the number one guy in Toronto for years. Uh, but last year he battled through injury and was playing very, very poorly. Lost his job to Soupy, uh, Jack Campbell, aka Soup. Uh, but this year has been really good for the Hurricanes. So it'll be if he does come back from injury and he does try to play, it'll be interesting to see how he does. I know that like it hasn't worked out for him last year at all when he tried to come back and play uh, after being injured. But you know, we'll see. Uh, I gotta say, I gotta say, you did yourself a disservice by not using this picture. Which one? The one, one I posted in Discord. His hair is in much less a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't mind me, just going to make an edit to this document. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Saying he looks a mess there. It looks like Carolina didn't know. He listen, we know how Tony D treats goalies, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and his hair tells that tale. <laughs> um, all right. Next up we have the Toronto Maple Leaves. Uh, uh strengths and weaknesses for the Maple Leaves. They're a fast team with high octane offense. Uh when the depth is going, they play really uh they make it really hard for the other team to uh get back in the game. They've got a good mix of veterans and young guys. Um, their top line is one of the five best li- uh, top lines in the league. I think you can't really argue against that. Um, when their second line is going, they can be like the best second line in the league, but this year hasn't really panned out for that, so we'll just kind of have to see how they go. Um, and finally, their biggest strength is that everybody loves soup. Soup is amazing. Um, we love Soupy. Not at goaltending, though. Listen, he doesn't have to be a good goalie. He's a good boy. We love him. Okay? <laughs> He's a good boy as far as we know. Dude, wouldn't it be fucked up if that documentary came out and everybody was like, dude, Jack Campbell's fucking awesome. I love him. He's such a nice guy. And then he turned out to be, like, a serial killer. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least serial killers are tight. <laughs> like the worst just... things could be like a Republican. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no! The political discourse. No, they're gonna tell us to stick to sports, Jake. They're gonna tell us to stick to sports. <laughs> uh, so finally, uh, sorry, not finally, but weaknesses for the Toronto Bay. Uh, their defense can range from bad to hot garbage. You know, they they tend to outscore their problems. Um, and sometimes that just isn't enough for them. So that's definitely a huge weakness. The team can struggle if their top guys get shut down. This is especially the case during playoffs, uh, which we've seen over the past team couple years. can also years. get shut down when they're mentally soft, which they are. Oh, listen, we're we're getting to that. Um, their second line has been inconsistent. They are mentally soft and often implode when uh, when things are not going their way. Um, it's uh, it's a fucking huge problem. It was actually a bit they're of the kumodari of the NHL when it exactly. comes to emotional what the stability. Fuck, are you talking about? Oh my god, I'm so angry. Um, 
but no like this the like the mental softness the like inability to cope with adversity was kind of a weakness of the avalanche um definitely when they were bad it was a huge issue but it was even there uh like up to like last year and the year before like there was there was something there with that um and it is one of the reasons why i feel better about this avalanche team is that i do not feel like it's there like pretty much at all this year so that's pretty fucking sick um, at least documentaries fucked up because you just see them fall apart mentally by dude the it's so it. we need to watch that documentary with the, with the guys because fuck dude fuck uh but yeah they're not a very physical team outside of some of the more veteran guys like uh wayne simmons and uh uh spezza has been playing a lot more physically um but they're younger dudes typically they're not going to try to play the body all that much uh i think they brought in labushkin who's a younger dude who's who plays physically and that's been big for them but you know their final they, weakness goaltending their goaltending has been dog shit this year so bad so bad i was gonna say that um Nabushkin and Giordano has made their defense a little bit more physical, so that's about it. Yeah. Giordano is a good get. Yeah, yeah that was so. a really good get for them. All right, notable players. Uh, we start with with John Deveres, their captain, second-line center. Defensively, he's, like, pretty okay, pretty responsible defensive player, but uh, they really look to him for his offensive generation. Uh, he has been. One of his eyes is way smaller than his other eye. He's he's squinting. <laughs> he's looking at you. He's like, dude, would you fuck? No, me? he is squinting, <laughs> but also the eye is way smaller. <laughs> he's like, would you fuck me? And the answer is yes, John Tavares. I would. <laughs> I don't know. He looks a little goofy. I feel I like know. dad's. I guess. Yeah, he's got big dad energy. He looks like a firefighter with like four kids. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to say something fucked up. Um, but yeah, so I mentioned that the second line has been very inconsistent for them this year. Lots of people kind of dropping in and out of it. Production being like weird. He's been the only guy who's been on the second line all year. Um, so there's at least a little bit of consistency there that he brings. He also brings in veteran leadership and a cool head. He is... The person that Leafs fans uh, look at and, like, when people are trying to do stupid shit and they're trying to get under people's skin, he is the guy who is just not letting that happen, Um, which is, you know, cool. You need that kind of guy, especially if you're mentally soft like the Leafs seem to be and probably are. Um, yeah, they lost that last year somehow. How did that happen again? Listen, I was going to make a joke <laughs> about how the reason his eyes fucked up is because of that concussion, but, you know. Corey's Perry, Corey Perry's knee made his eye smaller. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other eye got bigger. Come on. <laughs> uh, now he does own Maple Leafs bed sheets, uh, which is to his credit, definitely a huge Leafs fan. Uh, for the guys, when he went into free agency, when the Leafs picked him up, um, they posted a picture of him as a kid with just Maple Leafs bed sheets being like, oh yeah. You now Islanders fans call him Pajama Boy, which is dumb because his sheets were the Leaf thing. Exactly. Pajamas, but... Exactly. Um, also, do not confuse John Tavares with his legendary lacrosse playing uncle, John Tavares. 
Yeah, the nationally recognized, extremely popular sport of lacrosse. Lacrosse, indoor lacrosse uh, specifically. Yeah, John Deveres. Yeah. Who could forget the famous lacrosse player, American hero? John Deveres. Yeah. Put some respect on his fucking name. Uh, abs comparable for a Tavares, Landeskog, in that they're both important leaders to their squads. I think that playstyle-wise, they're very different. Uh, next, also, Tavares doesn't beat the shit out of people like Landy does. That is true. <laughs> next guy, William Nylander. Um, Willie Styles, as they call him. Listen, I love fucking William Nylander. He sucks his forehead is his his facial features are all very squished and centered on his head too. <laughs> you could have used a better picture of him, to be honest. <laughs> Listen, no, we just no this one's shots. magical. I posted it. <laughs> oh, no. mm. Yes, uh, same person. Oh, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so yeah, so William Nylander <laughs> was the first big piece that the Maple Leafs drafted uh during their like rebuilding period. Um, he was kind of like the beginning of we're getting a bunch of good players. Um he has good playmaking ability and an incredible shot. There are questions about the amount of effort that he puts into the game. I think very similarly to the questions that get asked about Rantanen sometimes in that I think that he's really just trying not to get fucking injured before the playoffs because come playoff time, William Nylander puts in the fucking work. Um, the hours. He's takes what's ours. It's about drive. It's about power. Exactly. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Mustache, forehead and all. Yeah. Uh, he can be very inconsistent because of that, you know, effort thing, kind of like Rantanen, even though this year Rantanen just consistently gets three points a game even though he plays like shit fucking sieve um sieve sieve he's a you're trying to say sieve sieve no Whoa, i'm sieve. not i'm not trying to fucking talk about sid Meier's civilization thank you sieve he's a sieve, sieve. um but yeah, usually players on their second line, but he moved down to the third line towards the end of the the end of the season. I don't think that they're going to keep him there. If they do, I think it's a mistake. Uh, for the Avs comparable, he really feels like a mixture of Rantanen and Burakovsky to me. Like, he's just kind of like both those guys. Which is to say, he's fucking sick. William Nylander fucking rules. Uh, next guy we have mesmerized is mesmerized by his forehead. Next guy we have is Mitch Marner. He looks like he's eighteen. Um, and you probably grabbed a picture from his second year. Fucking, he looks like he's eighteen and he has like the neck of a giraffe. Uh, he's their first line right winger. Uh, he is primarily a pass first guy. Very good at passing the puck, having a teammate score. Um. Leafs fans have praised him for his ability to work on defense this year. So he's really trying to be more of a two-way guy. Uh, he does have the tendency to decide that because passing is the thing that he does, he does best, that he's going to pass instead of shoot, which is, you know, not always the right call on the certain situations. Um, notably, Toronto hates him. They do not like Mitch Marner, and it's because he fucking no-showed during the playoffs last year. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, look at him. I think he's earned some goodwill, some of that goodwill back this year, but, you know, Leafs fans, what are you going to do? Uh, ask Comparable, Rantanen, and uh, joke, joked here, yes, Mitch Rantanen, because when he was negotiating for his contract, they were like, yeah, we're going to give you, like, Miko Rantanen money. And he was like, Miko Rantanen money? What are you trying to shortchange me? And they were like, but Mitch, if you look at all the stats, Miko Rantanen is the perfect comparable player for the amount of money you should get. And he was like, not a fucking chance. I'm bitch made. Miko Rantanen is beneath me. Um, so yeah, fuck Mitch Marner. Uh, but yeah, Rantanen, better defense. Is that true? Time. Yeah. Because they were both holding out at the same time. Uh, they said there, there was a lot of things saying that they should probably get around the same contract. And Mitch Carter notably Barter was, was like, like no. "Nah, no, I'm getting more than him." Which yeah. you know, he was right. He got more than yeah, him. and he, he did. did get more than Migueras. He made eleven. Kyle Dubas is as mentally left as the rest of the team. Yeah, starts at but, the top. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but you know, you just look over at playoff stats and you go like, "Who has more? Who has more playoff points than the other?" Oh, it's the guy who's cheaper. Holy shit! Yep. So next we have Austin Matthews. He's the number one center for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He is potentially the best goal scorer in the league, and the only reason that I'm saying potentially is how you feel about one Alexander Ovechkin. Because if you think that Ovi sucks, then he's probably your guy. Um, he is Ovechkin's Russian. You can't treat him like he exists right now. Exactly. Yeah. Never mind who Alex who. Um. He is the future of the team already. He's the guy, the number one, numero uno, Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leafs. And he would be the captain right now if he didn't moon a female security guard at a nightclub in Arizona. That's half true. Well, what's the other half of the truth? They really wanted Tavares to be their captain if they could get Tavares. Fair. But he's probably going to be the captain. Matthew, Matthews made it easy on him, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as comparable, McKinnon, if he had Burakovsky's shot and like consistency rate, but wasn't as fast. Because uh, McKinnon fucking flies. Uh, finally, we have Jack Campbell, a.k.a. Soup. He owns the NHL record for the best start of a season for a goalie. He got, like, what, 11, 12 wins in a row to start the season last year. Yep. Uh, massive surprise for Toronto last year. They didn't think he was going to be super good. Turns out he was fucking really good until, you know, he let in a really bad goal in Game 7 of the playoffs, got in his own head, and then played really, really bad. But then he started this year really, 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 really good. And we were like, oh, dude, soup fucking rules. And then he super didn't because he fucking stopped, sucked, stopped being good and started sucking. Soup's a mess. I love him. He's a mess. He's a crybaby. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> if you lost game seven of fucking. Of a goddamn Stanley Cup playoff round, you'd be fucking crying like a baby too, buddy. The fucking He's a wah -wah, poopy pants crybaby. <laughs> Dude, the end of that fucking documentary where he's actually just fucking like bawling and crying at the end of Game Seven, it was fucking uncomfortable. And it's like, no, soup, stop, don't cry. We love you, soup. 
Soup's crying while fucking Marner and Matthews are just sitting there sulking, being silent. And you're just like, you two fucked this all for us. <laughs> it's and your fault that Soup's crying. Uh, so next up, we have the Calgary Flames. Strengths and weaknesses for the Calgary Flames. Uh, they've got incredible forward depths. One of the best top lines in the league. We said that uh, you can't really dispute that the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, top line is one of the top five in the league. This is another one where I think you can't really dispute it. Um, they have one of the hottest goalies in the league this year in Jacob Markstrom. Weaknesses. Uh, taking a look on paper at their defensive depth, that seems a little suspect. Um, flames have imploded in years past when things started to get tough on them in the playoffs. Uh, a little bit of that kind of like mental softness that we talked about with the Leafs seems to exist on the Flames to some extent in the past. I don't know how they're looking uh, in the regular season this year as far as that goes, but I know that in the playoffs, they've definitely been facing a little bit of that like uh, inability to cope with adversity. So we'll see how they do on that front. I think that they probably uh, kick the shit out of the stars either way, but, you know, we'll see. Um, and finally, their biggest weakness, uh, their coach is in love with the Colorado Avalanche. They won't, they won't stop talking about us and how playing against us is a, is a waste of time. Um, so, you know, psychic damage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, first of the notable players for the Calgary Flames is Elias Lindholm, their number one center. His career has been very, like, solid middle six, second, third line numbers with, like, the potential to really break out. He had one year where he got, like, close to 70 points or something like that and just kind of maintained at 30-40 for the rest of it. But this year, my man scored, like, a 100 points. Just absolutely insane, kind of out of nowhere. Um, And... His rise to dominance is one of the reasons that the Calgary Flames have had such a good year this year. Uh, next up, we have Matthew Kachuk. Look at that smug face. Don't you want to punch it? Um, he is their second-line right winger. Um, he has a huge amount of skill with stick handling and shooting, creativity with the puck. You you regularly see between-the-legs gold him and shit? Yes, he made... Listen, I have it here. Made the between the leg shot popular. Um, That's not true, but well, he made he made it more common. I feel like I feel like he did it like three or four times, and then people were like, "Oh, you know." You he made you more aware of it as a casual hockey fan. Made me more aware that you're a bitch too, because um, you love him. He's one of your favorite. I players, just laughed for like forty five minutes because of this meme. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't check it because we're doing the thing, but um, but yeah, he's a pest. He's good at pissing people off. He hit his brother in the nuts during an NHL game, um, which is pretty fucking cold if you ask me. Um, me and Jake have talked about it. I think he makes a lot of sense for captain for the Flames. They don't have a captain right now. Um, I think that he probably makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. He doesn't have the emotional maturity is the only thing for me, but like you see him just get really mad sometimes in ways that he probably shouldn't. Yeah. Do you remember the Jake Muzzin thing where fucking Muzzin flipped a puck at him and he freaked out? No idea. I don't remember that. Last but year. That's so funny. 
Yeah, yeah. Muzzin flipped a bucket him after the whistle, and Kachuk went like so crazy, crazy mad. And was like slamming the door, slamming his stick against the tunnel as he went down it and like knocked the whole stick um, holder thing over in the tunnel. Like he freaked out about it. It was fucked up. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Avs comparable. He's a mixture of McKinnon and Landy in that he's very highly skilled um, and will also punch you in the face. Definitely and, not because uh, you know, of the knock flow, over. because it's mid at best. Tell the coach to do his fucking job, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Johnny Gaudreau, a.k.a. Johnny Hockey. They really stopped calling him that because he started to suck an ass. Uh, no, you can't w- stop crying about hockey. <laughs> he's their number one left wing. He's a super high-end talent that really tore up the league for a bit uh, to start off his career and then was very, very bad for two years. Um basically they played against the avalanche in the playoffs like three years ago and then just never recovered from that it was actually very fucking funny as an avalanche fan to kind of see that happen they were just in the number one seed in the west lost in five games got fucking just lit the fuck up johnny gaudreau's complaining and bitching to refs while the handshake line is going on and then just the team dissolved into nothingness for two straight years um and I, I do feel like Johnny Gaudreau played a part in that. I think we talked about that emotional maturity from, like, Kachuk, and, you know, maybe that plays a part of it. And I, I definitely think that Johnny Gaudreau is a part of it as well. Um, now, this year, he's really picked it back up. He has been really fucking insane. There were talks about whether or not he'd be coming back to the Flames next year because his contract is up. I think if he wants to be with the Flames, there's no way that they that they let him go. He's going to Jersey, his hometown. Joyzy. Uh, but yeah, he, he wants create... to go eat gabagool in Joyzy. But yeah, he's good at uh, he's good at passing and shooting. He is McKinnon slash Rantanen. Uh, next but we small. Have... He's Gerard too. <laughs> uh, next up we have Jacob Markstrom. Uh, he's a really good goalie that has some weird, like, hot and cold stretches. Um, the last, like, year or so, he's been on kind of, like, a really, just a really good, like, heater. Uh, last season was a bit of a down year. There were questions about whether or not he was going to continue to be the guy, whether he would be able to pick it up. This year, he's been really, really good. Um, I think that there's going to be some conversation around him for Vezina. Um, because, you know, GMs are the people who vote for that one for some reason. Uh, that's goalie of the year. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. He's really good. Their goalie's good. And when you have a good goalie, your team's, and your team is good, your your team is really, really good. Uh, so finally, we have the Florida Panthers. Uh, so strengths and weaknesses for Florida. They're a flashy and fun team that has a lot of depth. When they're healthy, they have a really solid defense. They probably have, like, de facto the best second line in the league. Um, Their number one goalie has been very good this year. Um, And they really were able to solidify their forward and defensive positions with the trade deadline. There were some weaknesses in those areas. They were able to shore them up a bit. Uh, Weaknesses, 
are that the games that the Panthers play can get very chaotic and unpredictable sometimes. They play what is so, uh, in games that are considered to be fire wagon hockey, where just like shit just gets nuts for a bit. Um, there's talks about how about whether or not that sort of hockey is something that you can be successful with in the playoffs, because usually playoffs, you just get more defensively responsible. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can adapt to that. Um, another weakness, their number one defenseman is just basically always injured. Apparently he's going to be back for the playoffs. Um, and if he's not back for like the first couple games of the first series, he should be back at some point during it, I think is the, is where they're at with that. Um, and finally, this isn't so much a weakness, uh, for their team right now, as it is just kind of a, their position going, uh, forward into the future. They've paid some hefty prices during the trade deadline to shore up those forward and defensive positions for guys who might not be back next year. So they're, they're going to probably be losing pieces next year and they won't have like draft picks and stuff like that to make that up. So it's possible that their window could be kind of short and that might impact the way that they play this year. Um, but we don't know that for sure. We'll just kind of have to see. Uh, fine, uh, for the players, notable players for the Florida Panthers, we have Claude Giroux, who is their famous, uh, avalanche. famous person I wanted on the avalanche, uh, Claude Giroux. He is their second line right winger. He is the longtime captain of the Flyers great at passing the puck but he's got poor decision making when it comes to choosing trade destinations i hate you claude you should have come to colorado um you made a mistake you're gonna regret it etc etc uh he is kind of like gabe landeskog in that he's a longtime leader who isn't afraid to you know make people feelings get hurt really good at chirping he makes fun of people real nice uh, next up, we have Aaron Ekblad. He's their number one defenseman. Incredible at generating offense. But remember how I said their number one uh, defenseman is always injured? Yeah, this is that guy. Uh, he's had a lot of injuries. It's just he's injured all the fucking time. He's currently out right now. And with injuries coming back from them, you never quite know how a player is going to perform. So we'll just kind of have to see where he's at. He is their Kale McCarr. He's very important to the team. Um, and him coming back could be big for them. Uh, next up, we have Jonathan Huberdeau. He is currently playing on their second line uh, winger, but he is definitely like a first line talent. He is good enough to play on the first line of pretty much any team. He's a insanely creative playmaker um, who can put away some pretty goals. Um, and Cur uh, as I was writing this, this uh, slide, he was second in the league in points. I think he ended up winning. Am I am I mistaken about that? Did he win the Art Ross or did he come in second? No, McDavid. McDavid had a fucking heater and kicked him out. If gotcha. I remember. Okay, so he he finished in second then, right? Yeah. All right. Let me double check. Are you phone load? All right. But yeah, Jonathan Huberto, very good. He's definitely somebody you should keep an eye on if you end up watching Florida games. Uh, oh, actually, uh, he ended up tied for a second because Johnny, jo uh, Johnny Gaudreau actually tied him. Oh, sick. Yeah. It's almost weird. a dangerous slip up. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, next, oh, yeah. we have Alexander Barkov. He is their top center. Um, even though, like, Jonathan Huberto has, like, a metric fuck ton of points this year, I think that he's likely their most talented player on the team. Defensively, he's very good. Great two-way guy. Um, for, like, years, I haven't heard it so much this year, but in years past, everybody would be like, you know who's the most underrated player in the league? Alexander Barkov. But everybody was saying it. So, like, was he? <laughs> the most underrated player in the league, according to everybody in the league. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, right? Like, so, like, is he? Is he? No. Is no. he? So, yeah, no. I think he's another top 10 center in the league. Uh, I'd probably put him above Ajo for sure, right? I'm not sure how he is in, like, the top five. But, yeah. He's definitely, definitely better than Ajo. Definitely better than Ajo. Barkov is sick. Keep uh, an eye Ajo? on Barkov. Uh, finally, we have Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, he's their number one goalie. Um, when he was playing for that the... a brutal picture. <laughs> right? He does not look good in this picture. My God. Uh, so when he was playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, he helped upset the Tampa Bay Lightning in the 2019 first round uh, playoffs round one. Um, that team was the best team in the history of teams, essentially. Uh that that lightning team was unstoppable and they lost to one of the worst one of the historically like weirdest and worst teams like ever they got swept and sergey Bobrovsky was one of the big big uh reasons that that happened um so he earned himself a long contract and a metric fuck ton of money from florida for doing that and for two years, that was a huge mistake that the Panthers rightly were criticized for. This year, he's been a lot better. I'm not sure if he's lived up to his contract, but he's definitely been a lot better than he has in the past. But the question is, especially during the playoffs, can he keep it up? He is not a $10 million goalie. No, definitely not. I wish I could get paid $10 million to suck at my job. I was about to say, who is truly a $10 million goalie? Yeah, I think every $10 million goalie right now is not worth $10 million. Good make arguments for guys in any given year, but it's hard to maintain it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is the top five non-Avalanche contenders. I hope you guys learned something. I know that I did. Yeah. That we'd know nothing about the hurricanes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, playoffs are sick. I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, me too. They yes. were really good last year. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, do y'all have anything you want to bring up as far as news or playoffs? Um, the Jets are falling apart. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. What happened to the Jets? Dakota, you have the quotes. You are the most verbose motherfucker here. I am dying right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing this uh, podcast like sick as hell, and my throat is like giving out. As a wise man once said, read. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> uh, I don't even know where you fucking... In pod dues. And then you started talking about your feet or some shit. Uh, Mark Shifley, I just don't know. I'm just going to have to understand where this team is going. I'm in the prime of my career. I still have so much to improve on, and I like where my game is at. I like the physical nature that my body's at. I'm only improving. I'm only getting better. I'm only going to be a better player next year than I was this year. I just have to know where this team is going and what direction is and what the direction is and what the changes are going to be, if any. I have to think about my my career and what's going to be best for me. Those are going to be my those are going to be talks with my agents and everyone in my family and stuff like like that and figure out what I really want. So it will be a tough talk tomorrow. That's Mark Shifley, one of the best players on the Jets. Yeah, all right, five hundred word essay. Yeah. I asked Blake Wheeler if, based on a previous answer, Winnipeg didn't play to a system this year. He began his answer, but Paul Stasny jumped in. We've got to be held accountable, whether it's player on player, and we've got to have more respect for each other. When you don't have that, when you don't care about the teammate next to you, potentially, and you just care about what you're doing or certain individual things, that starts bleeding into the game. Blake Wheeler. So yeah, that's some, that's some very rare... Um, doomy talk from a hockey player. Mm -hmm. Both of those are yeah. indicative of some very serious issues. Yeah. There's a there's been questions about the Winnipeg Jets locker room for a long time now. I'll say, didn't they have fucking issues while Lainey was there too? So I think that entire team is just fucking the core just fucking hates each other yeah there's there's like locker room issues like just embedded in that fucking team like period the end i think i i'm 100 sure that's why their coach was like uh bye i'm fucking done with this yeah <laughs> Ooh, the jets yeah, yeah the jets no they just extend them no, no no they extend the gym sorry sorry my yeah. bad yeah no the coach fucking just straight up quit in the middle of the fucking season this year yeah, I would say that extending a shovel day off is not the right thing to do for three years, but hey. Nope. They took a look at the paper roster and they were like, sick. Well, this is one of the best offensive cores, you know, top players at least. Yeah. In the league, and they just don't live up to it by any stretch of any imagination. And now there's talks about whether or not it's just people only giving a fuck about themselves. And yeah, that's just bad locker room shit. Sounds like some Duchesne shit. Get him up there. Yep. All right. Was there anything else that you guys can think of? Because I've got one more thing, but it's not like news or anything. Sure. Mm. All right. Well, Link, I know you pay lots of attention to the, uh, the hockey subreddit. Anything of interest? Nothing that I saw recently. And so you're telling me that the Av subreddit has shit the bed like Amber Heard. Lately, or the hockey subreddit. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> Giving me nothing to work with, homie. All right. Oh, anyway, what's up? Dakota? So I've got a game for two of you. Okay. Not me. Devin and Dylan, you did the game last time, so it's Indian Jake's turn. Oh not shit! Me. Oh fuck! No. <laughs> no. I'm not a gamer. Sorry. You guys. <laughs> no. You know. 
we have liked the Avalanche for a long time now, and arguably the Avalanche are at their best. But can you guys remember the Avalanche at their worst? No, don't make me remember that season. <laughs> I need you guys to tell me. Players, you guys get three strikes. Players who played at least 15 games for the 16-17 Colorado Avalanche. Lake Como. Okay, Blake Como, 77 games for the Colorado Avalanche. Eight goals, 12 assists, 20 points, minus 19. Francois Beauchemin. Yeah, Hold on, Beauchemin. it's Indy's turn. Well, I was going to say... Joe Beauchemin. Colborn. Fuck off. <laughs> You're about to be held in contempt. <laughs> Indy, what is your answer? I was going to say Beauchemin, but that's gone. Um, I already said that one. Yeah. Uh, Pickard. Poor bastard. Calvin Pickard was fucking left out there to die. Notably, Calvin Pickard had two assists. How the fuck did he get two assists? <laughs> 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 All right, and to give me another one real quick because Jake list listed three. Uh, uh, well, we could say Matt Duchesne was also on that fucking team. <laughs> you can. That's just true. Okay. Mentally, maybe not, but physically, sure. No, he was mentally there. That's probably why that team sucked ass. Because he was only <laughs> mentally there. Alright, one more, Andy. One more? Uh, Simeon Varlamov. I assume he... I think he, did he get 15 games? He did. Or was he just dead? Okay, he got 15 games. Okay. Alright, Jake, your, your turn. Farley also got an assist. Weird. No, three strikes, buddy. You keep going until you get three wrong. What? Yes. Nathan McKinnon. Okay. 16 goals, 37 assists for 53 points. Nathan McKinnon, minus 14. Sick. All right, Andy. Uh, I'm going to go with a Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry, 74 games, 7 goals, 31 assists, 38 points, minus 34. Jesus. Indies. Uh, Jake's turn. Gabriel Landeskog. Gabriel Landeskog. 18 goals, 15 assists. Minus 25. All right, Indy, here we go. Uh, Miko Rantanen. Miko Rantanen was on that team. 38 points, right. minus 25. All right, Jake. Tyson Jost. Tyson Jost only played six games for that call. Really? Damn. Team. I was about to say, I felt like he was pulled in, like, insanely late. In that I game. thought he got, like, the last, like... 15, 16 at least. Uh I'll allow it though. I mostly I get I fucking made that uh restriction so that you guys didn't have to guess guess Sam Henley who played one game. So I'll still fucking count that for you. As Snoop Dogg once said, who? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go on. Uh uh J.K. Confer was on that team, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was. Okay, I was about to say. Now it's Jake. Nikita Zadorov. Nikita Zadorov was on that team. 10 assists, 10 points, minus 20. 73 pims. What a legend. What a fucking legend. You're uh, up another, another Avs legend, uh, Carl Soderberg. Carl Soderberg. 
all remember him last year from the playoffs where he was fucking awful. He was fucking awful. Sven <laughs> right. 10. Sven Andragetto. You got oh, yeah, it. He was, he was a pickup of waivers that year, yeah, wasn't he? 19 games played. Five goals, 11 assists, 16 points. What a fucking legend for that team. Jesus Christ. All right, Indy, you're up. Did Kerfoot play on that team, or is he the year after? That's a question that you need to need to figure out. I'm just gonna guess Kerfoot because I don't fucking. That's strike one. Kerfoot was okay. not on that team. Yeah, I'll say he was the year after. All right, Jake, you're up. Mark Barbario. Oh. Mark oh. Barbario. I don't think he was on that. Oh, no, he was. I found I, him. Found him. Okay. I was about to tell you to like, shut your damn mouth, I was like, mouth, mentally, bitch. I'm pretty sure he was, but I could not find his name in the list. Found him, though. All right, Indy, you're up. Try to make me remember shit-ass abs. <laughs> um, fuck, who broke the fucking glass in the fucking Duck Stadium? Jelenos or something like that? What was his fucking name? God damn it. You know what? You know, I I accept this loss because I don't fucking remember any of these other trash cans of the. Do you remember Jelenos's first name? No. Smage. I do. Do you? All I remember is watching him break the fucking arena glass twice and just going like. It's Eric Jelena. Damn, you got it, Eric Jelena. All right, Indy. Your go. There's one notable player that you hate that you haven't that you haven't said yet. Oh, Barbaria was taken. Oh, so I fucking hate. You had a hard on for for hating defensemen that year. Oh no, because Barbaria was already taken. Who else did I fucking hate that played defense for that <laughs> fucking team? You hated like five defenders, if we're being honest. <laughs> because we only had one actual fucking defender. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> I I truly cannot remember off the top of my head who the fuck this guy is. Jake, do you want to help you him taken out? Is he still in Gola the league? No. Cody Golabeth. Who the fuck is uh, that? That's not who I was thinking of. You buy it, you guys oh, both not... suck. Actually, I don't think Olabeth was on that team either. No, he was. Fuck. Uh, Damn, yeah, no, you remember your shit ass abs. I have more too. Okay. We'll just assume that Indy yeah. lost. Keep going. Yeah, I I lost. I accept this L. Um Bork. Oh fuck. Which Bork? There were two. Uh, Gabe Bork. Who's the other one? Renee? It wasn't an actual like, Re Renee. Did, did, what did you just say? Was it Renee? It was Renee Bork. Uh, I was going to say Grigorenko. You got Grigorenko. Yeah, I don't think we said EJ. You didn't say EJ. Oh, fuck. I, well, shit. I'm an idiot. I forgot about EJ. <laughs> How could I forget about EJ? I don't think I have any others. Yeah, there's a Hall of Famer that you guys haven't said. 
Oh God, oh, again, Jesus! <laughs> you guys still haven't hit Indy's most hated defenseman. Such a blind rage that this guy put Indy in that he forgot the guy's fucking name. I swear I thought it was Porperio. But no. Okay. Oh, I remember. Who? <laughs> what did uh, What did Amber Heard do before she pooped on <laughs> the bed? <laughs> Because before she was pooping, she was tootin'. Oh, Fedora tootin'. Okay. <laughs> Better tootin'. Better tootin'. Okay. Yeah, tootin' is shit. Tootin is <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> so ass that his neighbors didn't even know him. <laughs> was was Weirdcock on that team? He was. Patrick Weirdcock was, was on that team. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I think there's still some names you can, you guys can get. McLeod. Cody McLeod was on that team. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about McLeod. Oh god. I did. Siemens play at all? Uh Siemens did play. Siemens did I play. Did Greer play? Did who? Greer. Greer, I, I Greer, Greer did, did play. Because we were so we were so shit that we we're like, let's rely on AHL players. And then I think that there are legitimately only three or four, three or four names left on this list that you wouldn't be able to get even if you tried. Spencer Martin. Spencer Martin, you got him. Did he play? Okay. Um, There's more than three or four names, but I think there are only two, like three names I'm looking at. I'm like, yeah, no fucking way. One of your favorite players of all time was on this team, and I'm surprised neither of you said. And by favorite players of all times, yeah, you fucking hate this guy. Oh, is Grimaldi there? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you hated our short king, but he was there. I'm not saying I hated him, I was just trying to think of names. Uh, who did I hate that's on that? Uh, you hated was him Nieto? for more? Yeah, it's Nieto. Uh, hate is a strong word. Yeah, I didn't hate I just he's like aggressively mediocre, and everybody loved him when like I don't. Know. It was annoying when everyone was like, "I love Matt Nieto," and I was like, "Why? Why are you good at Fortnite?" Okay, so there are five names left, and I'm kind of going to be surprised if you get any of them. Um, and I think that yeah, only two of them would qualify for the 15 games. Oh, good. Um. Oh fuck! Who's that guy that played for the fucking Blackhawks? Oh, <laughs> I was that was gonna be my hint to you. Is he he played for the Blackhawks? Um, Andreas. Okay, what's his last name? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of a man who has. His first name is Andreas. Mm? You're mm? correct. There's an M. Is there an M? There is an M in the name somewhere. Spencer Andreas Martin. I don't know, man. It's Andreas Martinson. Yeah. And one more. I don't think I'll get the one more. I don't think you will either. I was like, fucking who? Who is this person? I watched like. 
<laughs> watched like 82 games of this fucking team and I don't know who the fuck this guy is. What? It's uh John Mitchell. Oh, I'm fucking oh, I remember John Mitchell. Now. John Mitchell Lyles. That was the game I was sitting there going like I feel like god there's a Mitchell somewhere. Can't even picture him. Yeah. It was I like can't even picture like a number was a or a presence. Line, he was a fourth liner garbage game. Yeah, he was a fourth liner gotcha, in the yeah. worst team in history. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh the last two names four games for the Avalanche uh right winger Ben Smith. Snoop Dogg who? <laughs> and goalie Jeremy Smith. Oh. Uh, uh, maybe. And that Probably not off the top of my head, but the shittiest Avalanche team in existence. Yeah. Got to say you did really good on that one, Jake. You know your shit. Uh, that team is trash. That team was trash. It was so fucking bad. So bad. That I don't. I think the funniest part of that is I don't remember those names from that year. I remember those names from making fun of them after that year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember Martinson was pretty good for the Hawks ish, right? Yeah, after? He, was, he was definitely better for the Hawks than he was for us. Again, they retired. If I remember, McLeod like went to New Jersey for a year and then fucking was like, I'm done. Well, no, you forgot the part where we traded Jerome Ginla to the LA Kings for literally nothing. Why did he go to the Kings? For playoffs? To try to get a cup run. Oh. I literally don't remember trading him away. Cause I, don't, I don't think I paid attention to the Avalanche because we didn't get anything for him we were just told fucking future we just said future considerations aka nothing it was like if they won the stanley cup we got a third or something uh we got jerome ginla to the la kings for a conditional fourth nothing <laughs> nothing I wonder what the condition was. I know it was something that I think ended up not going through. That's right. Anime as leaders. Yeah, That's sorry. Right. I can't find the condition. I think it was like if he re-signed the, then they got the fourth or something and he ended up retiring. Oh, okay. Cool. So, yay. Sick. Bad avalanche, bad hockey. But you know what won't be bad hockey? The Stanley Cup playoffs. Tune in, or yeah. else. Hope. Not hopefully. Don't jinx this Will shit. Be. I don't want it to be bad. It'll be sick. It'll be the best hockey you've ever seen in your fucking life, especially if you've never seen hockey before. See, the only True. potential of bad hockey happening is the Oilers just fucking shitting the bed and just getting destroyed by it lame-ass king squad. So high chance? No, 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 no. <laughs> McDavid is going to exclusively score own goals this playoffs. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> if they get, like, fucking, like, destroyed game one, I swear McDavid just gonna get, look at everybody on the benches and goes, like, alright, fuck it. Start putting it in my own net. 
<laughs> He's like, start the tank, start the tank. We need McDavid. Start, yep. All right. So anyways, we're heading out. If you want to follow the show, you can do that very easily on Twitter. It's at GritHockeyCast. If you want to follow me personally, I'm at KumoDere. That is K-U-M-O-D-E-R-E. If you want to follow Jake, he is on Twitter, and he is at... Uh, yeah, all the other socials, they don't matter. Uh, we're, we're here for at anime as leaders. So the conditions um, are if they make the playoffs or if he doesn't resign, resign, resign. Not that it matters, but yeah. That's right. Add anime as leaders. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, we I haven't gotten to gotten an opportunity to congratulate you on your uh, viral success since the last time we did a podcast. You were watching your likes on your shitty tweet. Uh, they, <laughs> shitty during the the episode last time. Uh, it almost got to a hundred, and by the time you woke up, you had like four fifty. Yeah. You got to congratulate me on something else, too. Do I? What? Yes. What? What is it? What, what? I won the finals of our fantasy hockey league against Indy. Yeah, but I won oh, yeah. the president's trophy. Um, and that's what really matters. Just, love yep. that trash like can game that I did not touch whatsoever. <laughs> Made it to the finals. I'm actually I I want to know what happened to my team because my team was chugging along really nice, and then those playoffs happened, and I got fucking stomped. Let me let me pull up the bracket. <laughs> All right, okay. So Kumo's has got a buy, and then it was Cloud versus Devin who lost miserably. Yep. And then it was the other team versus ZT, who lost miserably. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a bye. And then for fifth place, ZT beat Devin. That's right. So fifth. congratulations. Dylan, you made fifth place. It's an honor. Um, Indy beat Dakota's other team. And I beat Dakota's other, other team. Um, and then Dakota beat Dakota for third place. Expected result. <laughs> and then me and Indy hatched it out in the final round where I got 706.2 points and Indy got 585.1. So I took the dub. To be fair, I'm surprised that the fucking semifinals I got. Only 300. All that matters is I hella won and get fucked. Yeah, you won only by a mere fucking 125 points. Just, yeah, you know. Just like I won the bracket last year, I won fantasy this year. God damn. Emphasis There's on There's a long uh, history of Jake Dubs. Emphasis That's actually on what fantasy. they called me in high school. Jake they called me in high school, Jake Dubs. All right, we were ending name. this podcast like 10 minutes ago before you went on a 10-minute self-palatiation fucking... <laughs> Listen, we got this fantasy league going. The only place that I can bri brag about it to anybody is here. For our dedicated legion of listeners. The people deserve to know.
Anyways, we'll be back. And when we are, you better watch out. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you you in another two months. Exactly. Thank you for hanging out, y'all. At Anime as Leaders. Bye. At Anime as Leaders. Bye. Bye.